Welcome to Aligned and Soulful Leadership. My name is Kavita Milwani, and I empower soulful, multicultural women of color to opulently shine their light without the hustle. I truly believe you can fulfill your soul's desire without losing yourself, your health, or your life in the process. I know that you can ignite your confidence and know your worth all while walking your divine So in this podcast, I will dive deep into topics, challenges, and blocks that women of color experience as they rise up into their aligned life and work. My deep desire is that BIPOC women can lead through their inner wisdom in a way that honors their soul. Are you ready to rise up as the leader you were born to be? Then this podcast is for you. Hey, this is Kavita with Aligned and Soulful Leadership. So what do you think of when I mention that it is essential that you find your voice? What feelings come up for you? I know when I think of finding my voice, what automatically happens is um, that I start to think about times that I didn't use my voice, like when I didn't ask for what I wanted or forgot or to ask and advocate for myself, right? Going back into my old patterns or I didn't state my truth or I didn't stand up for myself. So that's what I think about when um, I think about finding my voice and the feelings that come up for me are kind of maybe even can go into a little bit of shame, right? Of that, like, why didn't I, why can't I do that? Why do I keep letting people walk all over me? Why couldn't I stand up for myself? Why couldn't I speak up at that meeting and say what I thought? Okay. So I just want to come to you with some reasons that as a woman of color in a leadership position, why finding your voice might be difficult Okay, and what are some challenges that you may be facing when you're trying to access your voice? And then some strategies to help you if you find yourself in those situations. Okay, so for some people listening to this podcast, honoring yourself may come naturally and easily, right? But this is nuanced and complicated for others. And so some of the women that I work with, myself as a first generation um, immigrant, it's not so simple for me to express my truth. And, you know, as a leader, it is so important for me to be able to express myself, right? And for my clients as well. So, and you're adding into where we are right now in the world, right? The situations, the, the shifts and the changes that are happening. And you add in the fact of if you're multicultural or you come from an immigrant background, there are layers of conditioning that impact you and can block you from finding your voice without you even knowing that it's happening. A lot of times this is subconscious and it's the way that we have been programmed, right? And have been taught that we need to function 
Okay, so when it, when we are in those conditioned responses, that is subconscious, right? It's just the way that we our go to is, and even if you're working on showing up more and finding your voice, when you're in levels of high anxiety, high stress, you're more likely to go to your default ways of functioning. Okay. So then, you know, it takes some more practice, it takes some accountability and even some awareness of what's happening. So when you're starting to shed light on what is happening, then you can start that process of shifting or the next level of shifting. Okay. Because a lot of times people will get to that next level of leadership or they will get to the next level in their career or their business. And that's where the blocks start to happen. Okay. And it's, it comes to the idea, like I was thought I was done with the people pleasing. Right. And it, it seems to come back at certain points. And the reality is these things are layers, right? It was once described, I heard it described as a spiral staircase, right? So you're going up the staircase and that it seems like you're back at the same place, but you're at a different level. Okay. So I don't want you to get discouraged if that's happening to you and know that every time you get to this next level in your career, in your life, in your work, that, you know, this, these things come up and we just work through that next level. And so the, the very act of finding your voice can go against your conditioning. Okay. Many of us were conditioned that we should blend in and make sure that we don't ruffle feathers right? You're supposed to put your head down and work and that people will notice you because you work hard. Okay. And so I'll tell you this, something you may have noticed, working hard as an avenue to get notice rarely works. Okay. If you don't believe me, then think about the people you remember from last year, a few months ago, or even last week, just take a moment and think about the people that are memorable, right? That you remember, they, some of them may have been the hardest workers, but let's see, were they really the hardest workers or were they the, the ones that spoke up, that expressed themselves, that were authentic, right? I'm willing to bet that it is those people that, that stood up, that used their voice, that spoke up, that you are, that you remember, that are more memorable. So then put that into a place where maybe if you're, you know, you're in a business that there are, it, there's a, you have, um, a lot of competitors or you're at work where you're wanting to move forward and be noticed for promotion, how, who's going to notice you just by your hard work, right? Maybe there'll be a couple people, but when they're in a meeting or they're talking about people, is your name mentioned? right? It is, do you, are you known to be a person, a go-to person for ideas and feedback? Do people notice you or do you blend in? Okay. So when you were a child growing up, a lot of us were taught to respect authority. Okay. So as a first, second generation immigrant, you know, you come to a different country and your conditioning have taught you, well, you don't want to speak up. You don't want to get too noticed too much, right? You want, especially with the authority figures in the room, you want to show respect. And what is the definition of showing respect? That's dependent, right? On, uh, it could be dependent in your cultural background could be different, right? In my cultural background, being respectful means that you don't second guess authority, right? And unfortunately, 
uh, a lot of women of color come and, and from cultures where they are conditioned to respect authority in the same way, where they're meant to not question and they listen. Okay. And even speaking up could be considered extremely disrespectful. And actually, in a way, you know, my parents called it like talking back, right? So when you use your voice, even when people, people that are your bosses or superiors or in positions of authority are there, that doesn't have to be rude or disrespectful. It's just saying your truth and saying what you think. Um, And that expression could be as simple as contributing to a meaning or saying what you truly believe about something, right? Maybe an idea was presented and you know that that idea is not possible. You know that it would take, you need certain, um, uh, some certain people to help that project be done. Or maybe we need more, you need more information and you have that awareness, right? But you don't want to question, right? You don't want to question that authority, And so there's many ways that this can show up, and especially this example that I'm giving, then you're not, you're not being, people are not able to see your value, right? If you're not contributing your knowledge and what you know, how do they know that you know that? How do they know what are the steps that we need, you need to take to get that project done, right? That's just one example. So it's maybe out of your comfort zone to speak up and maybe you don't, you know, you're in these situations where there's a person that has, you know, somehow authority, more power than you. And it's not natural for you to speak up because that's your conditioning is you don't speak up, right? You listen. And so that's something to be aware of. When are you holding yourself back right now? I'm not suggesting that you are speaking up in a disrespectful, rude way, right? You have your own way. It needs to be authentic to who you are also, but also not holding yourself back and almost making yourself, almost making yourself like less than right somehow or not shining your light. So one of those blocks could be from the conditioning from childhood about when it comes to authority. Another block could be about finding your voice because of past experiences you have, finding your voice being blocked, right? So um, this is not necessarily unique to women of color. Many people have past experiences that can prevent them from using their voices because they're afraid of the consequences, And what happens is our brain files those experiences away. And when we're afraid that same thing will happen again, because the scenario is similar, then we stop ourselves from speaking up. Okay. So that's one of the reasons that people, uh, stop themselves, right. From speaking their truth. So an example would be maybe, uh, before you were, uh, ridiculed for a contribution that you made. Okay. Or even going further back to your experience when you were in school, what were the consequences that you faced for standing up for yourself or even maybe presenting in front of the the classroom, right? What were the responses of the people in the room? Or maybe early in your career, when you spoke up, you were ignored, ostracized, or even mansplained, right? So if those are some experiences you've had, working through them and letting them go, is really important for you to move forward because just because that happened in the past doesn't mean it will happen again. And even if it does, you have more experience and you can approach it differently, right? So you can do that. And so 
notice when those past experiences, when you were maybe presenting or speaking, you were held back or uh, felt to made to be felt less than somehow or that you were not good enough. Okay. So third reason, and this one I've heard from so many women of color. Okay. Good girls are the quiet and pretty ones. Okay. So that is not the loud ones that, and, and you may have been taught or conditioned that you want to be a good girl. I know I have been taught that, right? So it's not culturally appropriate for you, especially around certain men to speak up as a woman. So I have had to work on this for myself. And I know that I've had clients come to me with this challenge because they came from families where they were taught as women that as you know, you're supposed to be, um, smiling, right? And it was not becoming of them to say what they were thinking. And, you know, they need to, you know, to be a good girl, you just do the work and you smile while you're doing it, right? And so how is that contributing to you being quiet and not speaking up? How's that contributing to you just doing work that's way beyond the scope of what you should be doing in your job description? Okay. Um, I have clients that I know they have, told me that there are often men, and this is not a male bashing podcast, okay? But this is just an example of what I've been seeing is that oftentimes they'll have the same title position as a male. And as a woman, they are taking on a lot more accounts or people or however, however you, you measure your workload, right? The metrics. And, um, you know, it's the same, we don't even know about the same pay, but it's the same position, right? And so I I would ask these women, why is it that you have 150 accounts and someone at your level has 80, right? And how is that serving you? And so we would talk about promotions, we talk about um, responsibilities, bonuses, things like that. And, you know, most of the time, they did not get more benefits from that extra work that they were being put in. In fact, they became the go-to person that work was sent to. If this is happening to you, it's time to take a look. It's time to take a look at what you're saying yes to and where that internal desire to say yes and please is coming from. And oftentimes it is from that conditioning. Okay. And the conditioning about how, what makes a good girl. Okay. And so when you start to look at that and unravel it, you, it's almost like you can step outside yourself and observe yourself in those situations and know that if you want to stay in that role and you want to be in that smiling version of yourself, um, in, you know, when you're in an environment with your family and, you know, your culture of origin, origin, then go ahead, do that. Right. And know that if you're going to be in work, in the Western culture, at least here, that that's not necessarily, um, as highly valued. Okay. So again, I'm not encouraging you to be someone that you're not, but I also want you to look at, are you just assuming that you're shy or soft-spoken and subtle and quiet, or is that really who you are? Is that really how you want to show up? Is that who you want to be? Okay. 
um, leaders have to use their voice, right? If you're going to be in a position of leadership, you're going to have to learn how to set boundaries. You're going to have to learn how to say no as a complete sentence, right? Without an explanation. You're going to have to speak out the truth. You're going to have to contribute your ideas, right? And so you have to tell, uh, speak up when something's not working. And so if, if that's not happening and you're feeling stuck in where you are, in your career, this may be contributing to that. So I'm going to encourage you to move past that by just starting to think about some of the things I've shared, right? What are some of the possibilities that's contributing to you holding yourself back? Okay. So another reason that you may feel blocked to share your voice besides the past experiences, the conditioning from childhood, it may stem from the fear of not being safe if you speak up, right? For some women of color, there have been dire consequences when they have used their voices and expressed themselves. It may have not only impacted them, but maybe even people within their family. So, so there can be that sense of, if I speak up, is that going to be safe? Am I going to be okay? And that fear could be real, okay? So that scenario and block can go beyond that past experience because it's about safety. And when you don't feel safe, then you're in that fight or flight mode, right? So, you know, they've added fawn to that. So you either fight, flight, or fawn when you're in that high stress adrenaline mode. Um, I will share a link to an article that explains that, the fight, flight, or fawn mode. Okay, that'll be in the show notes if you want to learn more about that. But really, when you you are more likely in situations when you can't flee or 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 fight, right? So you're going to go to the fawn mode. Okay. And the sh- shortest explanation for fawn is people pleasing. So if you don't like conflict and you don't want people to be upset with you and you're willing to compromise your needs for those of others, then you're people pleasing. And that could be your default when you're in high stress situations, ex- especially if you have this history of it, you know, things not being safe to express yourself. It prevents you from finding and expressing your voice. Right? And you may not even be able to access it because you're in a high stress state. Okay. So you know, your current life situations, especially those that require you to be a leader, most likely don't threaten your safety, right? And you will be okay if someone's angry or disappointed. And it does take some time to get used to that and be okay with that. Okay. And so the last thing I want to talk about, the last block to finding your voice is the intense pressure to succeed. Okay. This is so important. And this list is not complete without this. So you most likely have had this pressure to succeed and prove your worth, to be successful and to not fail. After all, so many have sacrificed for you to be where you are today. If you're a woman of color, if you're a woman, first, second generation immigrant, you have ancestors, parents, grandparents that have sacrificed for you to be where you are today. And so this creates pressure. And because of this pressure, you're not Sometimes you're not able to express yourself fully, which brings up fear. And again, when you're in fear, the fight, flight, fawn response occurs. And you disconnect from that logical part of your brain, right? That logical part, which is the frontal lobe, is the part of your brain that helps you express yourself, okay? And instead, that limbic part of your brain, that primal part of your brain, that kicks in when you're in a high emotional state because you're under intense pressure, 
the intense pressure as a block reminds me of a story of one of my clients. Um, now she told me that she feels blocked in expressing herself, but really only around certain people. Okay, so it's just around certain people. So through further inquiry, it became clear that she was blocked when any person that had a say, or as she put it, a stakeholder was present. When there were not stakeholders present, then she was not feeling blocked to express herself. Okay, so we continued to work together. And through work together, it became clear that there was a sense of enormous pressure that she felt. And because of things that were obvious, like she's a, she was a single mother and she was afraid of that if she lost her job, then she would become dependent and not be able to provide for her family. If that in itself is not enough pressure, as we continued the coaching together, it also became clear that she was given the message by her mother, which was actually a cause of significant, significant source of pressure is that her mother was very dependent on her father and her mother would give her the message more than once that she does not ever want you. She didn't want her to be dependent on anyone. So that idea of the dependent felt like she was a betraying her mother. Okay. And so in her job, she has the opportunity to speak up and express herself, which her mother never had that opportunity. And so that's a gift, but she gets blocked because of that pressure right? It's kind of ironic in a way, right? So she had the fear of becoming dependent on her ex-husband, right? Which if she doesn't speak up could happen, right? <laughs> so if she's going to be blocked in meeting could actually happen. So the fear of it happening is going to, could potentially make it happen. Okay. So that was the ironic part. So, you know, working on that is what's going to help her move forward. And we're working on that and she's doing so much better now. And so when you feel that your expression is blocked, maybe some of the this, this story I shared about this client resonated, right? Or the story I shared earlier about the client that had, um, you know, normally someone in her position had 80 accounts and, uh, and, and she had 150, right? If those types of things, if putting your head down and you're not reaching the levels that you want to reach, if that feels like that's resonating and, and that you identify with that, it's really important to first recognize what is happening, right? Recognize it. You can't shift and change things if you don't know what's happening. Okay. So encourage you to really look and find why you're feeling blocked. What's stopping you from speaking up and expressing yourself? So, I mean, I work with clients to help go deep into their blocks so they can move forward and rise into their leadership. But since I cannot work with everyone, I hope that this podcast is helping you shift and start to uncover that block for yourself so you can start to show up differently. So uh, what, would you, what should you do? First, take a look at your conditioning, your past experiences, whether you felt safe to express yourself, how much pressure you feel to succeed, and, and just become aware of it, right? And once you're aware, then you can start to pick one thing in one way that you can show up differently. Choose a thing to do differently. One way to express yourself despite the fear. Okay, so that's how I'm going to encourage you to move past the blocks that you may feel to expressing yourself, right? Just a quick recap of things that may be getting in your way. First, it's um, you were how you were thought, taught to be around with authority figures, okay? 
having past experiences that maybe were traumatizing, um, where you were put down, that could be a block. You were taught how good girls were meant to be quiet and pretty. And maybe you were not in a place where it was safe to speak up, right? Which leads to fawning or people pleasing. Or finally, I talked about the intense pressure to succeed that you may be feeling. So just looking at those areas as a start. So my plan is to come to you a couple times a month with some tips and strategies and continue to provide uh, valuable content weekly through this podcast. I have some amazing interviews coming up that I'm excited to share. So if you have a challenge or something that you would like me to talk about that specifically targets um, women of color and leadership, then I'd love to hear from you. You can send me a message or you can uh, comment and I'd love to hear what um, are some topics and challenges that you are experiencing. Okay, and um, until next time, uh, you take good care. Bye. Thank you for joining me for Aligned and Soulful Leadership. I was inspired to start this podcast as a way to empower women of color to rise up into their leadership. So remember, I will have all the resources I mentioned during this episode available in the show notes at alignedandsoulfulpodcast.com. I'm your host, Kavita. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to follow or subscribe on the platform of your choice. Until next time. Bye.